Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Call to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, your host. It is a wonderful Friday today, at least where I'm at. I think it's a Saturday for uh, <laughs> for our guest. But before we get into today's episode... I wanted to share a brief little segment from my book, Finding Your Why, How to Get the Most Out of Your Mission. By the way, it is available on Amazon. Check the description below. You can follow that link. It'll take you to it. But this is from chapter six, which is in part two of the book. And that's essentially the during the mission portion. And I'm just going to read a little part of it. It says, there are rules and guidelines given to missionaries for a reason. You would be wise to keep and obey them, but along the way, look for little ways to have fun on the mission. Sure, you'll have things to do that won't always be your favorite, but they don't all have to be boring and monotonous. If you can find joy in the small things and celebrate every small win, it'll be easy to find joy in and celebrate the big things. One thing leads to another. One smile, chuckle, or laugh will lead to bigger and better things. So just a reminder to to remember, you know, for those that are preparing to serve um, and even those that have already returned home, there's certain things that we do on a day-to-day basis as missionaries and as just normal members of the church that can be kind of a a pain sometimes, um, can be a little monotonous, can be uh, just same old same old type of situation but the important thing is to take those little little things and just run with them enjoy them so with that let's get into today's episode i am here with seppa she is from sydney australia and hence that's why i said it's actually the next day over there um but how are you welcome to the show Hello, I'm great. Thank you so much for allowing me this opportunity. I'm so excited (laughs) and really nervous. Awesome. Well, yeah, no worries. Just uh, excited to hear your story and to learn from you. So without further ado, let's just get into it. So what is your story? I know you wanted to start with um, just your your why for, for joining the church initially, and then we'll transition into your why for wanting to go on a mission and pretty much of course yeah oh my goodness okay lovely I could go on about this for days um but I am nearing my two-year mark um in the church as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints um wow getting emotional um but yes this journey started in 2021 Um, I had missionaries just randomly, um, like an hour or so away from my home. Um, And I think at the time, so at the time I was 20. And so um, I come from a family, we're not members, we're not religious, um, but we had our own opinions on on what we called the Mormon church. So (laughs) I met the missionaries. (laughs) Yes. When I met the sister missionaries, um, I was kind of skeptical um, and I had my own, you know, prejudices against them. 
Um, and I was too scared to take lessons. Um, as I was saying, I wasn't as religious, so um, I was I didn't really believe in a heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. So I was like, hmm, this is weird, but I'm gonna do it. And I wanted to do it. My, I wanted to do it my way. So instead of taking lessons, um, I went on Spotify and I was like. Let me research as much as I can about this church um, and then I'll make my decision from there, uh, which was a good thing because I came across the Core to Serve podcast um, and I was just like listening to it day and night <laughs> and yeah, now I'm here. <laughs> That's awesome. And how did, so how did that, I guess you, you mentioned you were listening to the podcast and I guess at what point did you kind of make that that shift into i want to join the church i want to yeah it's like what was that like Mm. well um what happened was before i met the sister missionaries um i had an encounter and i felt the spirit um i didn't know it at the time but um i guess like a friend of mine shared his testimony um and then that's where i felt the spirit um for the first time ever, um, it was just so strong, and I felt like a like a blanket of warmth. Um, so that's the first time. Second time was when I met the sister missionaries, but I tried to deny it, um, <laughs> and that was in a chapel. So that was in a sacrament meeting, um, and then I told myself, okay, if I feel this, if I feel this thing a third time, um, then I guess I have to follow through. So third time I felt the spirit, I was listening to a podcast. I think I was on my way to work or way all the way to the gym. Um, I had skipped a few, but there's one. Um, I'm not too sure. I can't remember the name, but it was this elder and he was talking about um, his mission. Um, he was in, he was based in the African continent. I'm not too sure which country it was. Uh-huh. Um, it was, a, I think it was a Tongan elder. But um, he was just talking about his, oh, it was a companion. Sorry, the companion was Tongan. So Hmm. he was just talking about um, the companion's um, experiences. And I think it was just like about this like handshake or like this, I don't know. All I remember was the story about the handshake. Oh, yeah. And for some weird reason, (laughs) yes, Um, for some weird reason, um, I just felt the spirit even though I was like, <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know why I'm feeling the spirit for this. You know, no one was testifying of anything. It was just a story about a handshake. I knew it was true. <laughs> right That's then powerful. and there. That's yeah. powerful. And, and isn't that interesting how something that you wouldn't think would really bring the spirit just speaks to you in a certain way? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I thought too. And I think I was lucky in a sense because um, I didn't know too much of why there was a spirit and why we have the Holy Ghost and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I think it was, it's awesome because all I had was the feelings of the spirit, the comfort, um, the warmth of the spirit. I didn't have any other knowledge of it, but when I look back, that's all I remember and like I know for sure <laughs> that's the spirit talking. So, yeah. That's really cool. And it's just a testimony just to the fact that God knows 
each and every one of us. He knows what is going to inspire us. He knows what's going to help us. He knows what we need essentially when we need it. That's just, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Just the fascinating <laughs> yeah. thing about, about all of it, because, you know, like I said, things that, that will help Seapa feel the spirit are different than what would help Nathan feel the spirit. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's just, yeah. it's just a different, different thing but but god knows all of his kids he knows he just knows and so i i really like that uh that you shared that because that's something to remember you know as for us personally but also for those that we teach and those that we serve as missionaries and the and in the church just the fact that everyone's different and as long as you're doing your best god's gonna multiply your efforts definitely um so yeah yeah what um so let's just kind of shifting gears a little bit here what um just from you joining the church and then what kind of led you to decide to serve a mission how did that decision or how did that process go um I think because I had like the best time of my life <laughs> with the sister missionaries that taught me. Um, I had this one sister missionary, she's married now, so she's not um, Sister Paige, but that, that was her name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I literally followed her around um, as she got transferred from different areas. Um, I feel like we like planned this in the pre-mortal life that we were going to meet um yeah sorry just getting choked up yeah um so i think i just had the best experience with the sister missionaries um during heavenly father definitely knew that i needed her during that time um a lot of change was happening in my life um And I think after I got baptized, she was still there, still sending me messages, um, the whole, the whole thing. Um, And it kind of just clicked for me. And I, I just thought like, like I'm the luckiest person um, to have received this at this time. And sorry. (laughs) And I just thought um, how awesome it would be to go out there and to serve, um, to meet another, you know, another person like me that really needed the gospel (laughs) Um, and kind of just share that love that Jesus Christ has for us. and for everyone and um she's a great example um and i want to be like her um at the end of the day she was she loved we loved each other we love each other um and i think that's what a mission means to me um i know what it's like without the gospel and i know members that have grown up in the church also know what that's like sometimes um so i think just that opportunity to go out for 18 months or two years and just to serve and to love those who serve who you serve is 
something that I have always wanted ever since I got baptized. Um, so yeah, <laughs> just waiting now. <laughs> but yeah, I can't yeah. wait. Yeah, that's that's powerful. And 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 now you get to be that sister page. You know what I mean. You get to be that for for other people too. Mm. Yeah. And that's just a cool, cool thought, right? Because you think about it and it's just like, like they say, you drop a stone in a pond and you see the ripples. Mm. And that's an image. Yeah. Yeah. And and the ripples, they just keep expanding. Right. And so just the act of sister Paige going on a mission influenced Mm. you right and now you'll be going on a mission and who knows how many people you'll get to influence and and serve and help and then people that you serve will likely go serve on missions and things like that and so it just kind of keeps keeps going going. yeah Yeah. and so it's just a yeah just just powerful to know that that the lord's work will not be stopped you know, it's, it's just going to keep going. Like, like Daniel talks about, it's the stone that's cut out of the mountain without hands. It's just going to keep, just going to keep going. And we just got to catch the wave. (laughs) So very powerful, but, um, what advice would you give to those that are, you know, haven't maybe haven't made that decision yet. Maybe they're thinking about serving, Maybe they're in a similar position to to what you yeah. were in before you decided you for sure wanted to go. Yeah. What what advice would you give them? Ooh. <laughs> um, it's so crazy to be on the uh, the receiving end of this question. Um, I've always been listening to other people's advice on this podcast series. Um, I think I think it's a bit different down under over here on this side of the world mm-hmm. um, and also being a convert. Um, I didn't grow up in the culture of the church. Um, so I do feel like sometimes um, we might be pressured to go on a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do understand it's a priesthood, um, you know, responsibility to serve on a mission. But um, I think it's it's between you and it's, it's between Heavenly Father. Um, and I think any advice, go to Heavenly Father um, and ask Him. Um, he knows you perfectly, and there are times where there's self-doubt that creeps in, and sometimes they get impatient, and then other times they get really angry. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think to myself, am I really the right person to go on a mission? Um, but I always go to Heavenly Father, and I cry to Him, and I ask and I plead. Um, so I think my advice would be it's between you and it's between Heavenly Father. So don't worry about the pressure. Don't worry about this culture of, oh, you have to go on a mission, um, all this kind of stuff. Um, I think your podcast series um, implements that message very well. You have to find your why. Um, it's like getting a testimony, I think. Yeah. Um, you can't rely on others. You can't rely on, oh, my siblings all went on a mission or <laughs> my family has a legacy of um, missionaries or no one in my family went, so it's up to me. Don't worry about that. Um, 
just think about you, think about who you're going to serve, think about Heavenly Father and what he wants you to do um, and kind of just go from there. So, yeah, block out that noise and just listen to the spirit. I think that's my that's my little <laughs> that's my little advice. Yeah. And and I like that image where just, you know, block out the noise because really it's just yeah. that it's just noise. And, yeah, exactly. and a lot of times it's it doesn't really matter because <laughs> the only the only thing that matters is what the Lord thinks. Yes. And and if you're if you're right with the Lord, you really don't need to worry. And although, yes, it can pose some trials or some difficulties, but you don't need to worry about what other people are thinking of you. And that's, no. that's the thing. Yeah. It's, it's man, that's so hard sometimes just yeah. <laughs> really stepping outside of society for a second, you mm-hmm. know, mentally and just realizing, Hey, there's a bigger picture. There's a mm-hmm. lot more to life than what I'm seeing now, but I'll eventually see that picture. But right now I just need to step back and realize that what God thinks is more important than what my friend thinks or yeah, you know, even sometimes what my family thinks. Yeah. hundred percent. That's it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I really do appreciate you sharing that. It's, and I like that, just that phrase it's between you and heavenly father. That's, yeah. That's it. With everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Awesome. Well, so Epa, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks so much for jumping on here, sharing your story, your testimony. Um, any, no, always, yeah, anytime. <laughs> yeah. No, any, any final thoughts before we sign off? Um, I think also, um, kind of just step back and just think like how amazing it is to, to be a member of this church and how amazing it is to have the gospel in our lives. And sometimes we're not, you know, we're not on the covenant path, but we know of these things. Um, and I feel like it's always a good thing to sit back, smell the roses, mm-hmm. <laughs> talk to Heavenly Father, just a nice conversation and just really be grateful um, that we're in this position um, during this time. Because at the moment, I'm actually at a camp for my lovely wise, uh, my lovely youth, so my um, awesome young women and the young men, um, and we're talking about Trek. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, I, I don't even think I could handle being an early saint. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like sometimes I can't even handle being a saint now, but I think it's always, it's always great to, to step back and just, just soak in that love um and just just be grateful i don't know (laughs) yeah yeah be proud i think be proud of being you know a member of the church of jesus christ the latter-day saints and be proud that we have the gospel and all these resources um so yeah just really love it (laughs) that's That's my Yeah, no, that's great advice. And for those listening, if you missed that, rewind it, listen to it again. Like I always say, take a note or two and just remember it because there's there's something to glean from from every good thing. So yeah. Anyways, Sapa, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for jumping on here again. And uh, we'll be in so touch. Much. And yes. have a have a wonderful mission when you get your call. Looking forward to hear okay. where you'll be serving. <laughs> Thank you so much.